Hey, y'all. Just want to let you know there were some audio recording issues on this. So the sound quality this week, not quite up to my usual standards. So I want to apologize for that up front. But I also did not want to delay while I try to re-record this. So hopefully you can bear with it. And thank you. Greetings, Weary Wanderer, and welcome back to Lonely TTRPG, the solo actual play and review podcast. This week, we are checking out This Is Your Death by Innocent Goblin and Jack Harding. Welcome, archaeologist. Deep within the ground lies the owner of this newly discovered burial site, surrounded by a scattering of once-loved but long-forgotten possessions, whose only value now is to be displayed devoid of any meaning they had in life. Thinking more about the fame and fortune this find will bring, they excitedly disturb the meticulously placed items and speculate on their importance to the wider culture of the long-changed civilization. Largely ignoring the individual that these items were entombed alongside, they muse on societal changes and political influences, depicting anything they don't have an answer for as ritualistic. Thankfully, times have changed. These burial sites are treated with more respect and care. Interest in the individual is required to understand the nature of the gravesite and the life of the person who is buried within it. So, this is where you, our dear archaeologists, come in. It is your job to put down the dynamite and concrete, snap out of the daydreams over materialistic wealth, and genuinely observe the site and the items therein what each item was and what it would have meant to the person who was buried with it. Each burial is an indicator of a life that has been intrinsically entangled with a variety of objects throughout their time on this planet. Each object has its own story and by piecing these stories together, you can retell the story of the life that was lived by their owner. So this is a very easy game to pick up. This is very easy gameplay. All right, we're looking at two things, the object and the emotion attached to it. So to play, you are first going to kind of decide what civilization you want. You don't really have to do that right up front. Uh, It's all left very vague in this, giving you the opportunity to use your own creativity to create your own civilization or fit in what you would like. Alright, then you are going to roll a D100 to find out what the object is that was buried with the person. After that, you're going to roll a D100 twice, and this will determine the emotions surrounding the object. Now, your first emotional roll is going to be the initial emotional response, and your second emotional roll is going to be what emotions got attached over time. So, for example, the example they use is a badly drawn portrait of the person. And the first role was loved. So, regardless of the skill in the portrait, they obviously cared about the individual who gave it to them. However, the second role was cowardly. So, over time, there seems to have been some falling out between them that was something to do with a cowardly aspect of something this person did or did not do towards the person who painted it for them. And that's pretty much it. The rest of the book is your two D100 tables. So very easy gameplay, very quick, very easy to get into. 
And with that, we are going to dive on in. So for our first object, we rolled 24, a stack of journals in scruffy handwriting. And for our two emotions, our initial emotion, 25, determined. And for our second emotion, 93, stubborn. Okay, so a stack of journals that starts off determined and becomes more stubborn as time goes on. So I'm going to say we're not quite sure who we have buried here. However, finding the journals up front is a great discovery. This really gives us a great opportunity to learn about the insight of the person from some contemporary source, whether it be them or a chronicler. And we can tell right off the bat there, there is a certain level of determination in the person. Just the way things are written, the, the words that are used, the way that the pen stroke. It, like We can read this and go, yes, this is someone who is determined to make it, determined to achieve something. But as we flip through more and more and more and as we translate more and more of this, we find that their determination quickly gives way to a stubbornness. They seem to have been out to achieve something, some form of greatness. And as more and more obstacles came in their way and as more and more time passed and reality seemed to be showing that their initial vision wasn't going to work, we find them doubling down on it. We find them committing harder and harder and harder to the bit, to this vision. And there's always a fine line between determined and stubborn. And we can, tr we can chart them crossing that line over years thanks to these journals. Okay, and for our next item, 68. A small birdcage with no inhabitants. And for our initial emotion, 66, nostalgic. And for our second emotion, we got 26, disappointment. Okay, so we find a small empty birdcage. So no bones indicates that there was no, there was no pet in here at the time of burial. Further examination shows that this is definitely older than our person. So this is not like this is not something that was like brand new. And as we look at it and examine it, we can see that we can see that most of the issues with it seem to be of neglect, like like it was something that was valued but then put on a shelf and forgot. So we can we can get the sense that this might have this this probably meant something to this person at some point. There's some level of nostalgia for it. Whether or not this is something that reminded them of their childhood or this was a childhood thing that they got later on or that they got back later on in life. But whatever the case was, whatever this initially represented to 
ignore it completely shows some level of some level of disappointment like the realization that this would not this would not create the idyllic past or this would not bring their vision to fruition and all it was serving at was a reminder of what they had lost and this does seem to this does seem to fall in line with the journals after all whoever this person was they do seem to have some issue with accepting accepting the current reality so again having that having that small reminder of their childhood or at that small reminder of some point in their past that can no longer be achieved them becoming disappointed and just neglecting it does seem to fall in line with that now on to item number three 27 well-used tools and for our emotions 45 initial emotion guilty and for our secondary emotion 50 hopeful all right so a set of tools that we were guilty or we felt guilty about but then grew hopeful with hmm so i feel like i feel like this is a yes a set of construction tools or woodworking tools but like for miniatures okay so for like making terrain models for making like models of cities something that an architect might have used to create the concept models for what they hope to build and looking at the you know looking at the age of the tools and some of the journal entries it seems like it seems like our buried person had done had done something they had cast dispersions on someone or they had destroyed someone's work and for the next gift like for the next ceremony that involved giving gifts like the next gift giving ritual for this culture they received these tools sort of as a ironic reminder of that these were not these were not given out of love but out of a sense of hey remember when you did that don't let things like that happen again sort of like a sense of reminder and this seems to be at the like this seems to be one of the start of the journal entries that really led to our determined state led to our our buried person's determined state and as we use these tools and as we learned how to use these tools and learned how to start creating we started to gain this this sense of hopefulness of you know what we can actually do what we can actually make what we can actually become how we can transform our world and our society based on these buildings based on this type of stuff so i think yeah that's what we're going to go with for these and that's how those tools went from a guilty to a hopeful response but that's all we're going to play today as you can see the gameplay is pretty much that so 
No need to continue on. I don't want to give you all of the prompts. That is, this is your death. So this is a, this is a fun little mini game. Um, hard to call it, hard to call it a full game in the traditional sense because we don't have, we don't have things like hit points or objectives or fail states or success states. We really have however long you want to spend in this burial mound. So for something to sit down with by yourself and play and, you know, just have a little bit of fun, you know, building out this, building out this burial mound, great time for that. Other great things that I can immediately see this used for is like some world building, uh, some like character creation. Hell, even use it as a even use it as a NPC generator or to help out with NPC generation. You know, you give them a you know you give them a random object. You give them the two emotional roles, and now that becomes a focal point when you run into that NPC. So tons of great other opportunities for that. Like in and of itself, in and of itself, perfectly fine, perfectly fun. Uh, I like stuff like this. The biggest issue that I can see with it for just like straight solo play is the fact that, yeah, you have these, you have these emotional attachments to the, op, uh, to the items and the objects and you as the archaeologist years, decades, centuries later knows what they are. And, you know, maybe there's a way that you can infer it based off of how the item was cared for and whatnot. I tried to do that with the birdcage. But, like, in general, how are you going to know? So, I don't know. If you have trouble with that, maybe, maybe start your playoff with the journal. You know, I lucked out. I rolled that, I rolled that stack of journals right up front which really helped out with a lot of my gameplay because I could always just go, hey, yes, I have journals to refer to that kind of show the overall arc of the person here. And then everything else I find, I can just refer to the journal to figure out what it was and why it was here and that. So that might be a great option for you as well to know and understand why those emotional bits are there but other than that really that's my biggest complaint about this because you know again how, how am I supposed to know but no like I said great game fun little game very easy to pick up and if you would like to pick it up you can find it on itch.io at innocentgoblin.itch.io slash this dash is dash your dash death or of course clicking on the links down below and you can pick it up for three British pounds something like 325 American but definitely go check that out if you do pick it up make sure you tell them that steel stash sent you and if you have your own game that you'd like to see featured here please reach out in fact Biggest reason why I'm checking this game out is because Jack reached out and was like, hey, picked up several games thanks to your podcast, and you know I've written one with my friend, and we'd love you to check it out. 
So you can always do that at any of my socials, which you can get at the end of the show. But that has been This Is Your Death. I have been Steel Stash. And remember, I must ask y'all to stay awesome. This has been a Black Dragon Dungeon Company production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating with your podcatcher. It really helps get us out to more people and spreads our name out there. Or you can share us with a friend. Other ways you can help support the show is you can check out some of our products over on itch.io or DriveThruRPG. You can also join our Patreon to receive early access and have the opportunity to ask us any questions that you want. You can find us on Twitter at BDDC underscore pod. Or you can email us at BlackDragonDungeonCompany at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.